Heard at Sports Radio. Every weekday morning from 7 to 10 a.m. Join hosts Robbie Lula and Damon Benning and our cast of Heard at Sports personalities as they share their fresh perspectives while keeping you highly entertained. Take a dive into the latest news in all things sports, from the pros to right here at home. Catch Heard at Sports Radio with Robbie Lula and Damon Benning, 7 to 10 a.m. on air, online, and on podcast. Heard at Sports Radio. Before history is written, it's played. Before it's frozen in time, it's fought one shift at a time. Before it's etched in silver, it's carved in ice. What happens next will last forever. The Stanley Cup Final on ABC and ESPN Plus begins Saturday. Coffee and cream with Rogers and Benning on Hale Varsity Radio. Lordson's in good position here, but Alden postures up. Lordson doing a great job there. He's going to secure the title. He got got it. it. What a finish. Wow, Kale Lordson, a four-time state champion in a remarkable finish. Yeah, that is Larry Putney blown away by what was going on. The wow uh, and a great finish. You're looking for a great finish on a vehicle. Uh, How about Dingman's? Really good at what they do. The customer service is the thing that I'm most impressed with. Busy time going out there with people in the service industry. You're looking for a peace of mind and know that people have your best interests at heart. Make sure you go to Dingman's. 25 years locally owned and operated. You don't do something as long as they have in the community without being pretty good at what they do. That is Dingman's. Four great locations. Uh, the Collision Center, they can work on just about anything. I saw walk-ins for a car that was overheating, and I saw somebody that actually needed a fender bender. So their versatility, much like Lordson's wrestling game, has got a ton of options. How unbelievable um, for on both fronts, car front and at over at the CHI over the weekend, which is funny because um, when I made my little tripping hazard video that I sent to you, I was at CHI. Yeah, what was of, like, what was going Thursday. on with you like jumping over? Magic trick, like hide him from Molly. What was the, the dog doing? Were you playing tag? Because no, when no, no, you no. just so jumped do, over the couch, they do, I like, was those magic tricks where you like throw the blanket in the air yeah. and then you disappear, and the dog's like, "Where did you go?" So I, I ran around and then I tried to hide on the couch because she hardly. You ever just went airborne. Mm-hmm. Well, and then I tripped over somebody's slipper that's sitting in front of me, and then my my caring and observant father goes and checks my location when my brother's coming into town and goes, "Did he? Is he at the hospital? Because yeah. I'm at CHI." I was like, and he thought I was at the hospital from uh, from my little accident. You flew over the couch. I did. Though. I did. Yeah, it did not look graceful either. That's all right. I just like the fact the dog was losing her mind. She loves it. She loves playing tag. Losing her mind. Shane, uh, we is Nick coming in on the stream? He's or the right phone? here. We oh, got we got him right it? now. Nick Rubeck, wrestling writer for the Omaha World Herald. Nick, good morning, man. Morning, fellas. How are you? Good, man. It, few, few people do this as well as as, as you do. It's, is this like your Super Bowl? Because <laughs> it's like... <laughs> I, I, you know, I, man, it's become a spectacle, hasn't it? It really has, um, in, in a good way. A four-day Super Bowl. So, so, Nick, let me ask you something right out of the gates because I'm I'm kind of yeah. blown away by this. And 
And I know we were just joking with the WWBD with with uh, Andrew's dad. What would Barry do? But I'm always I always think about my dad during this time, like especially as I'm watching the evolution of wrestling. And you've covered this deal, and you get the long, lanky, explosive guys like Ziola. You get the compact guys. Uh, you get the guys with like no bones. You're getting the the great advancement in the women's game. What's your level of surprise that the athleticism and explosiveness is what it is in 2023 compared to when we first started covering the sport? Yeah, it's a great point. And, and one, I actually hadn't taken a ton of time this weekend to think about, but I, I think now that you say it, I, I think like a lot of things, that's kind of a trickle down from the college game. Um, you know, you get those guys that, that flexibility is – it's almost as important as their strength, you know, at the college game. And, and when that starts trickling down and that's one of the, one of the awesome things about wrestling is that you can do it any, any different way. I mean, one of the, one of the things I point to is that, that, that girls 200 um, bracket where uh, McKenna Schramm is probably a, no joke, a foot shorter than Claire Pash yep. um, and, and, you know, uses her leverage and, um, if you just look at those two side by side, you might be like, oh yeah, the, the, the girl with the, the foot height advantage is probably the one that's, uh, that's won all these matches and she actually hasn't. So, um, it, I, I think that's a really great point though, Damon, that, that the athleticism is becoming more important than just brute force. I think it, it I think it was the quarters. I'll go back to using Ziola again, cause he's long and he's lean and, and, I think he ended up winning. It's double digits. I think it was 15-5, something, 14-5, something yep. like that. Okay. Yep. Yeah. And so, he, you know, you got that long. He gives up his leg. It was try to get a single. And I'm watching it in consecutive moves. It was he went from the splits where he had kind of his shoelace in front of his face, <laughs> avoiding the, the, the potential for the double. Then it goes to the mat, and he's like – it looked like a chicken wing, how you would fold a wing. And I'm just thinking to myself, the body and that kind of frame it historically would be in trouble. He fought yeah. it off no problem with his yeah. balance and, and flexibility. I'm like, that's it's like contortion. It, it, it's just so strange to see people so explosive from awkward, awkward body positions. And that's one of the things that, you know, when I talk to the, the coaches of these high-end guys, the Joel Adams, the Kaylor, it's, and, you know, that kind of stuff all just comes with Matt Miles. I mean, that is, I've been in this position 400 times before, mm. and I know what to do. I, I don't panic when I, I'm at a disadvantage. I know what I can do to put this back in, in my side, so... Um, and, and Ziola is 100% in that category. I mean, to be truthful, there might not be a guy at the state tournament that had more off-season matches than he. I mean, that guy, he, he's, yeah, he's traveling. Yeah, um, he's getting all those. So, yeah. So, yeah, that it, it sounds simple to call it experience, but, but in reality, a lot of that is experience, just putting themselves in those positions so many times and really knowing how to get out of them. You know, Nick, the, the growth of wrestling across the state is amazing, not just with athletes, yeah. but fans. I mean, wrestling yeah. fans brought the 
energy oh, at man. CHI yeah. over the weekend. What do you make of the sellout crowds on, on Friday and Saturday? Do you give it a bow or a backflip? <laughs> I, uh, I yeah i'm gonna i'm gonna bow i'm gonna give a bow on that one uh, no i think wrestling fans d- definitely deserve um credit they um they show up and they they root man they it, friday night is it, for my money the the best night on the high school calendar um i mean there's just so much juice and and so much emotion you know, there's a reason they call that the heartbreak round. Mm-hmm. You got guys in the middle that are either realizing a dream to wrestle in the finals or they're disappointed that they're not. And then you got guys on the outside that are either getting a medal or they're not getting a medal. And, you know, you put all that emotion with five different classes from every corner of this state, and, and it, it's palpable, man. You can feel that in there. So a lot of, a lot of positives, I think, for businesses – pre-pandemic or post-pandemic, you know, whether it's office space or how to work from home efficiency. Mm-hmm. Apparently for NSAA and wrestling, it was how to schedule classes. Are you one of those? Are you kind of old school in terms of everybody in the same building? Do you, on the same days, same times, do you want girls to have separate times from the guy, the, the boys? Like, yeah. how are you kind of yeah. looking at the format? If you're going to tweak something that's already really good, sure. Um, to be quite honest, and, and you know, we, Nebraska's lucky. Nebraska might have the best guy uh, in charge of yeah, wrestling in the entire country, and Ron Higdon. Um, so I, I certainly won't speak for what he would is going to do. I, it, for my money, I would give girls. I would do this exact same thing for one more year, and I would evaluate where we're at in in November where our numbers go um the the problem is is i i I don't i don't foresee it becoming a four-day tournament at chi um Mm. for for a number of reasons but and then so then it becomes a matter of you know where do you put the girls tournament well you're not going to put it at baxter when men's basketball women's basketball and hockey all have days on the calendar um do you put it at ralston probably not and then do you put it at Grand Island? And, and my question keeps – the thing I keep bringing up is, at that point, are you kind of making that a second-rate tournament, you know? Um, and, and the proponents for another class of girls wrestling, I understand every, everything they're saying and wanting to do with it, but, but if that's the answer, are they still as excited for a second class if they're wrestling – in Grand Island or in Kearney instead of at CHI. You know, quickly here, I want to just mention the Kale Lordson battle, um, you know, as he gets the four oh, beat at the expense of a John Alden quick start, followed by a takeaway two, a scramble between the two, and then uh, Lordson gets the two points without taking anything away from Kale in this moment. Yep. Um, how do you make sense of officiating in a moment it's, like it's that? Hard. And, and the professionalism oh. by O'Neill to handle the frustration afterward. Yeah, wow. Yeah, I'll tell you what. Um, I, I came home Saturday night, so I didn't get a chance to. Uh, I I was not writing the, the Kale story um, Saturday, so I was kind of off doing my own thing. But I, I stood in the tunnel with a uh, with a number of coaches and actually Kale's younger brother Kyler watching the whole thing. Um, oh my! I mean, yeah, 
I was my, I told a couple of coaches, my mouth is dry and I am not going to win or lose anything today. Mm -hmm. Um, that, I mean, just unbelievable, unbelievable match. And then I came home and I, I mean, I probably am going to out myself as a nerd here, but I probably watched that sequence. Oh, you're not alone. Yeah. Listen, I talk about it in the first period. It's in my library. It's not going anywhere. No. And I, I bet I watched it 75 times and I watched I watched every piece of it. I watched the officials in the background mm-hmm. to see if they made movements, if they thought something was up, you know. Um, tough situation. Really, really tough situation. Um, if you watch it in real time, it looks like, yeah, kid moved early. If you watch it in the slow-mo, they look like they moved together. Um, you know, that it, it's such a tough call, yeah. and it, it's a judgment call. The the I, I think the one piece of criticism I have for it is that somebody watching it straight on deferred to somebody that was watching it from behind. Yep. Um, hey. and, and and that would be the only piece of Spot criticism on. I would yep. have for it. Spot on. Um, but those but those uh, you you hit the nail on the head, Andrew. The those O'Neill coaches are were. Absolutely incredible. Um, Brian Corkle, I talked to him for probably 30 minutes yesterday, and just a great dude, yeah. you know? I mean, I, I, the thing that stuck out to me is he's he said, you know, I'm not trying to – I don't want to stir any pots. I'm not trying to muddy waters. I love wrestling. Kale deserves everything that he's gotten. Um, his overwhelming takeaway was just how proud he was of his kid, which is absolutely the truth. Yeah. So. But I'm not going to let you guys get off the hook. What did you think about it? <laughs> I'm with you. I, I'm, yeah, I'm with. I'm, I. I think you're spot on. The the vantage point vantage mattered point for me. And you know, I watched it last night again, real time. Yeah. It it looked a little more bang bang right. than than. So I I get yeah. it. Yeah, and I also know officiating's yeah. hard. And you know, oh, in those moments, you you try not especially to let, now, you try not Nick. to let that moment too yeah. supersede anything else, and it's sure. difficult to try to get things right, but also keep things fair, and also keep things magical, and you know, it's just it's a hard task. I watched a 280 pounder knee drag for a scoop takedown in about the <laughs> blink of an eye, like. I'd never. Yeah. You just don't see guys like Tyson Terry do that at this age, no. at that size. Like right. it's changed yeah. dramatically. Yeah, yeah. You know, it's funny. And I asked uh, um, Chuck Mulligan, who who does the, the yeah. awesome podcast with uh, with Mike. I asked him Friday night. I said, I said, Chuck, what are the what are the two things that make Tyson Terry better than everybody? Because Tyson Terry doesn't go onto the mat and physically scare anyone. Yeah, I mean, the, you know, the kids from Central are bigger than him. Yeah, yeah. Well, <laughs> <laughs> if you get on the mat with him, let me know because I'm there. Um, <laughs> But he, uh, you know, he, he does, and, and, and Chuck Chuck had a great answer. He said, you know, it's, it's number one, confidence. He's done it a million times. Um, he has the, he's got those tools in the toolkit. Um, and, and then number two is it, it's mental. You know, he, he's, he's got everything that you need mentally to, to do those kind of things, and he's going to go for it. And, yeah, it's a, he's, a, he's a different animal, um, and, and, he probably didn't get enough pub this weekend just because of everything else. That 100% was going on. agree um, again, but, but it's, uh, I mean, he'll get his due and I mean, it, it's awesome. I selfishly, I wish the dude would, could wrestle in college. You know, I would love to see him against some of the best out there. Um, but 
uh, you know, I, I, I get football is, is where he's, uh, where he's leaning. So, um, but yeah, uh, there's just so much talent there. There's just so much dang talent yeah, everywhere. Right. Completely agree. Nick, I, I, we could talk all day about this, but unfortunately we have to close up shop. Thanks for joining us. We'll no uh, hopefully talk again soon. Nobody does it better, Absolutely. Nick. I tell you that every year. You're the man. I, I appreciate you guys. Have a good one. Thanks, hey, you Nick. too, Nick. That's Nick Rubeck, wrestling writer for the Omaha World Herald. Uh, that's all for the show today. Thank you for joining us. Uh, Chris Schmidt, Elijah Herbal coming your way this afternoon on Hale Varsity Radio. We will see you tomorrow on Coffee and Cream. Heard at Sports Radio, every weekday morning from 7 to 10 a.m. Join hosts Robbie Lula and Damon Benning and our cast of Heard at Sports personalities as they share their fresh perspectives while keeping you highly entertained. Take a dive into the latest news in all things sports, from the pros to right here at home. Catch Heard at Sports Radio with Robbie Lula and Damon Benning, 7 to 10 a.m. on air, online, and on podcast. Heard at Sports Radio.